The Zamzo's Garden Show is sponsored by Zamzo's. The views, opinions, and advice offered by the show's hosts do not necessarily reflect those of KBOI or its parent company, Cumulus Media. KBOI makes no representations as to the accuracy of the information expressed and shall not be responsible or liable for any claims arising out of the use of or reliance upon any such information. What kind of seeds are you sowing? Why is it so green where you're from? It must be Zamzo's growing in your yard, garden, or barn. You've done it right, you see it. Got the help that you need it. Zamzo's really makes you want to come home. I'm coming home. Cause nobody knows. Like Zamzo's. It's the Nobody Knows Like Zamzo's Garden Show on News Talk KBOI. To be a part of the show, call now, 1-800-529-KBOI or 336-3700. It's the Nobody Knows Like Zamzo's Garden Show on the Big 670 KBOI. How's it going, everybody? This is the Zamzo's Garden Show. I'm your host, Nolan Guthrie. Today we are doing another pre-recorded show, so we are not taking any phone calls today, but I think we got a really good topic of discussion for you all. Hopefully we can talk about some of the things that you see commonly happen in your lawn and uh, talk about how to fix them. And today with me, we're going to have uh, an expert <laughs> when it comes to lawns and, uh, and, and spots in the lawn, because, uh, you know, he's a guy who's dealt with it a lot. We have, uh, just, excuse me. <laughs> we have Joss Zamzo in, in studio with us today. Joss, thanks for coming and uh, hanging out with me. You bet. Thanks for having me. So you kind of, uh, brought this topic to me, uh, you know, the other day, uh, something, you know, brown spots in the lawn. Uh, or you know dead spots, and uh, you wanted to do a topic show about you know what some of those things are and how to deal with it. And I was you know and I was kind of preparing for the show and getting ready for it. You know I kind of started thinking about it. You know it's if you have a lawn at some point in your lawn care career, you're gonna have some sort of dead spot show up. And uh, sometimes it's kind of hard to trip, figure out why it just showed up. Sometimes they just happen really quickly, and you don't really know why. What's been uh, What's been your experience? I mean, is this something that even an expert lawn care person like yourself is this something you even deal with? Absolutely, I think that's. It's just like you said. It's just one of those things that happens. And and my big passion this year, in the middle of the shortage of water. Uh, is to help this the primary mistake that people make, which is if in doubt you see a brown spot, water more. Yeah. And a, a lot of times people will just water more. It doesn't matter what it looks dry. Maybe it's dry. Maybe it's a bug. Whatever. I'm just gonna water. Yeah. And and they might water extra for two weeks. It, yeah. Before and, they do anything. And the and the thing that a lot of people will sometimes do is they'll water everything more not right. just the spot you know they'll water you know just yeah. turn the sprinklers up more across the board and uh you know this year in particular when we're recording this we're dealing with drought but you know we really believe that it's something that we want to talk about more we want to be more uh upfront about and and so that in years to come uh we're not dealing with water shortages right so if you've got a brown spot and your default is water more Please listen to this radio show. Absolutely. We're going to get into a whole bunch of things uh, to uh, 
fix that and correct those things. And and not only that, and this is one of the things that you know I've always loved about just the Zamzos philosophy when it comes to things. You've got an issue. Uh, it's not because uh, a bug hates you. Uh, or, you know, the disease is, uh, you know, pointing at you. Uh, sometimes it might be a neighbor dog that doesn't like you. But <laughs> right. uh, but there's usually some sort of root cause to these things. And so we always want to take that step back. Really, I mean, I guess it's a pun. Dig into what's right. causing right. that issue and really fix it so that it's not something that keeps reoccurring. Um, you know, over the years, I've, uh, you know, I've done a lot of long calls. I've done a lot of, you know, long care at my own place. Uh, and just, you know, professionally before I started working for Zamzos, took care of a lot of lawns. And one of the things I've kind of noticed is after some time, uh, you, you really start to get a, a feel like I can usually go to a lawn and, and see a spot and just based on like its location, I can oftentimes have a pretty good idea of what may be going on. Like usually there's some sort of investigation that has to go in to really make sure. Uh, but I've found that a lot of times, you know, if you just pay attention to some of those signs and the positioning and the time of year, you really start to pinpoint what is causing those issues. Um, so I wanted to get into some of the, the more common things that tend to cause uh, dead spots or brown spots in the lawn. Um, so let's let's get into that a little bit. Um, the first one I uh, I got a list here, and we'll just kind of go down the list. This was a, this one uh, I put at the top of the list because I uh, when we're recording this, I have a, a new dog uh, who right. I haven't had a dog for a very long time, and uh, you know we got a new puppy this year. And, uh, you know, starting to notice, uh, yeah, there's some dog spots. All right. All right. <laughs> yeah. She, and, and it's, it's interesting. Uh, you know, it, it's, it's really easy to kind of dismiss them a lot of times, I think. Uh, but what I've noticed is that, uh, you know, those brown spots, those dead spots are happening at times where I know there's no bug problems. I know there's no disease problems. Okay. You know, I haven't sprayed anything for any grass or weeds yet. And uh, when we're actually recording this video is still in spring. So mm -hmm. I know the lawn should be doing well. So uh, dog spots are certainly one thing that is very, you know, if you've got a dog, don't ever discount that. It's right. probably something that could show up. Um, one of the things I've noticed with dog spots was just what, what I'm dealing with is that you've got a spot that's not growing. Right. It's not getting mm -hmm. bigger. Mm -hmm. It's just one spot. It, you know, they show up here and there. And it just is one spot finished. It's done. Doesn't move. Doesn't get bigger. Um, and I think that's one. The <laughs> it's always I always you know liked. I don't know if I liked telling customers this, but I always thought it was funny when you say you know is it a dog? And you say well, there's one way you can tell for sure. <laughs> right. Right. But it's kind of gross. <laughs> right. <laughs> you just got to give it a big old whiff. <laughs> right. Um, but what are some of the other ones? Uh, what are some of the ones you tend to see a lot, Joss? Well, I, I think uh, I have a tendency to see in the front yard near the sidewalks. Mm, yeah. I mean, those are the ones that uh, that get me where, where people, you know, you've got a spot. Um, and in this particular case, uh, it is dry, mm -hmm. right? But it's not dry because it's not getting enough water. Yeah. It's dry because there's gravel from the sidewalk right. extending into the lawn and there's a huge amount of drainage there. Yeah. So so even in that case, 
extra water on the entire yard is incredibly wasteful. Yeah. But uh, but what always happens in my experience is that area where there's a lot of drainage, where the lawn tends to dry out, that's also where your bugs begin. Yeah. In the exact same spot. So people sometimes get confused and they may even be confused because at the beginning it might be a little dry. Yeah. And then it may morph into like a bill bug situation yeah. uh, seamlessly. Yeah. And by, you know, by the time you address it, it might become something totally different. Yeah, that kind of that correlation uh, becomes very apparent. You know, one thing tends to lead to something else right. uh, further down the road. Uh, yeah, that's a, that's one. Actually, I didn't even have that on the list. Uh-huh. Well, <laughs> how about this one? Teenage son syndrome. Oh, right. Explain anyone that, one anyone that has a teenage son that's mowed their lawn <laughs> uh, and put gas in the mower. Ah, uh, there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So so uh, as it just as a general rule, you obviously can never put gas in your mower. I don't care how diligent you are. There's a, 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 sometimes gas spills. Yeah. And when gas spills, it kills a random spot. Yeah. And again, you could put your nose down there <laughs> sure. uh, uh, and you'd be able to tell. But it would just be this random thing where you can't figure it out. Right. And and what I've learned with my teenage son is they rarely admit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so so <Classic>. you never. <laughs> but you but you just got a sudden dead spot yeah. <laughs> with no other uh, cause and and uh, and mysterious. Yeah, that's uh, a good one. Yeah, that's a good one. I, I like that. My uh, my son never admits that the gas the lawnmower needs gas. <laughs> it, it just won't work. Uh, so uh, yeah, no, that's a that's a really good one and something that you know it, yeah you know you just don't you don't see it happen right. you know so you don't ever really think about it and uh-huh. uh, yeah that's a real good one. Okay, so uh, we're just about out of time for this segment. We're gonna come back. We got a few more things that are really common. Uh, issues, things that just happen in the lawn. We're talking about some of those causes for dead spots in the lawn throughout the year that just seem to happen randomly. And uh, we're going to talk about ways to fix them and uh, identify them properly and take care of them and get you on the road to recover. Recovery. We will be back here with Josh Zamzos uh, <laughs> on the Zamzo Garden Show. The Zamzos Garden Show will be back right here on News Talk KBOI. Hi, this is Jim Zamzel, and if you haven't already done so, feeding your lawn with Zamzel's lawn food is essential for its good health. That's because every lawn needs balanced nutrients to stay healthy and for Humagreen, which is step three of our Zamzel's lawn program, to properly work. Plus, having a healthy lawn helps it recover from fungus and fight off insects, which target weak, stressed-out lawns. Remember, you can buy Zamzel's lawn food one bag at a time or as part of our lawn program. So if it's been six weeks since you last fed your lawn, it's time. Oh, and proper mowing and watering is a must. Set your mower height to four inches and make sure your sprinklers are delivering one inch of water every three to five days. And if you see a problem, bring us a turf sample showing where the good lawn turns to bad. We'll analyze it for free and help solve whatever's going on. So come see us, because since 1933, when it comes to healthy green lawns, even in the heat of summer, nobody knows like the Ben Shapiro Show, weekdays from 1 to 3 on News Talk KBOI. All right, we are back for part two of the Zamzo's Garden Show. We are doing a pre-recorded show this week. We are not live, so unfortunately we're not taking any phone calls today. But I do have a, a very smart and a great guest today. Joss Zamzo is in studio with me today. We are recording uh, uh, here at the Zamzo studio 
in uh, in Nampa. Uh, <laughs> uh, and uh, we're talking about uh, dead spots in the lawn, brown spots, whatever you want to call it. Just those random things that just seem to happen throughout the year. Uh, we were mentioning at the uh, in the last segment, uh, you know, there's dog spots, uh, reckless, reckless teenager syndrome. <laughs> uh, you know, there's a lot of things that happen. So we want to talk about a few more of those and uh, and uh, just kind of help you identify some of those things. So uh, let's get into a few more of those. I want to uh, we were just talking as we were getting ready for this one. And, Josh, I think you had a great name for this one. Reckless husband syndrome. Right. Right. <laughs> I, I think there's a there's a couple of things that that come to mind. Uh, with reckless husband syndrome and <laughs> and the first one are mysterious spots all over the yard uh that where there's complete dead spots yeah. and in the center of each dead spot is a dead dandelion yeah. <laughs> right <laughs> uh yeah that's one uh i know i don't want to admit that one ever but uh yeah you know mixing using the wrong chemical or sometimes you might see like if you uh had that uh you know had some something that's a little more uh deadly to everything in right. the bottle before you mix it for the safe lawn uh -huh. safe stuff and there's a little bit extra in the hose there oh yeah um but yeah having the wrong chemical can certainly be something that uh you know that that chemical that uh wasn't supposed to be for the lawn gets on there uh and just works a little bit uh, better another one i was thinking of uh is a uh, fertilizer burn Oh yeah. So oh yeah, especially where we see less and less of the old style drop spreaders. Yeah. Uh, but but the where they put fertilizer in, either set the spreader incorrectly or miss a stripe yeah. or something like that, where there's these perfect lines of yep. either dead or really green, and then not green, and then yeah. green, uh, where where they've just misapplied fertilizer. Yeah. And sometimes even just kind of how you start pushing, you know, right. if you. If you don't take that first step before you open the door, yeah. um, is a really common way. You open that door and stand there for a second. Uh, <laughs> you got a little extra. I've actually got, yeah, that's actually one of the first uh, jobs I had kind of out of uh, school. I did a, like a side gig. It was my my, the, my original side mm -hmm. hustle. Right. Uh, I uh, was taking care of a, a doctor's lawn. And uh, he asked me to fertilize. And I right. said, oh, yeah, sure, no problem. <laughs> right. And uh, he's like, yeah, I got a spreader in the shed. You know, when you come by, just grab that. And and uh, and I said it wrong. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and I got about uh, I got about uh, 100 yards through it. And I realized, well, that fertilizer is coming out way <laughs> too fast. Uh, and uh, anyway, I fixed it, got the whole lawn finished. But then the next week when I came, there was a, a, a nice strip of dead grass right. that i uh was happy he didn't recognize <laughs> and see uh but yeah that's something you know especially you know if you get a little you know, a little pile of it you know you want to pay attention to those sorts of things if you did happen to you know set that wrong i think the main thing there is probably you just want to irrigate it really well yeah. um in that situation i mean otherwise you're just going to have a burn spot a lot of the times the lawn will recover from those as long as you're uh not doing it over and over and over again. right 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 Actually, your dad gave me a good tip on uh, extra fertilizer. Using a little bit of Epsom salt uh -huh. uh, will help neutralize that extra nitrogen. You know what? I, I've also uh, I've have tipped over a spreader before. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but the, you know the the very best thing is is to get your shop back. Yeah. Or yeah. Or rake it out. Yeah. Right. Just get it spread out. You yeah. Gotta, if, you, if you realize, got to get it up. Yeah. Right? For sure. Um, okay, so let's get into a few other ones here. Um, let's see, bill bugs and chinch bugs. Those are also very common. I mean, those are probably the two main bugs that we're dealing with here in the Treasure Valley. Um, 
but you know that's uh it was particularly chinch bugs i think that's one where when you mentioned you know that that spot along the sidewalk right you know you a lot of times you'll see uh that grass start to have a hard time because of that extra drainage and it's just dry because all the water's draining out but it seems like chinch bugs tend to show up in those areas a little bit sooner than others absolutely and you know i think what a, what a lot of people don't understand is those bugs are starting now yeah right and and but the grass is so happy with the 70 degree temperatures right. and and moisture the natural and rain they, they yeah. literally can grow as fast as the bill bug or the chinch bug can do damage it's not until it starts to warm up and our cool season grasses start to go a little bit more dormant yeah they slow down, uh, yeah. They slow down in the summer and that's when the damage catches up right and so so i've seen quite a few really forward-thinking customers this week putting down their bug killer early yeah absolutely i mean getting uh the prevention is always key when right. it comes to the you know the the bugs and the other one uh that we'll tend to deal with a lot uh is our diseases there's a handful of diseases that we will tend to have show up in lawns um and a lot of those are even starting right now right uh, or can and uh, and and some especially the the you know disease like ascochyta leaf blight that particular one is the one that you don't want to just water as right. a as a result. Yeah. So, um, so in in treating preemptively, you know, and the, the, treating for disease preemptively is always a tough one, you know, because it's like uh, if you've not dealt with it, you know, it's hard to say. Well, just treat it, you know, because it's not really one. It's like of all the preemptive treatments, it's one you kind of got to experience right. once right. before you really start to try to deal with it. But there's things like, you know, dollar spot is one yeah. that will tend to show up. And usually you see that like in the springtime uh, or as we're kind of just transitioning into that summer. Um, but those, you know, with the things with disease, we've talked about it in some other shows, uh, you know, watering is essential. Uh, watering properly is essential to eliminating right. disease problems. And if you're, if you're one of those people saying, yes, yes, I've got this, I've got that. We are going to get to what do you do? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, so if you're just sitting there saying, okay, I'm going nuts. I have all of these, what do I do about it? We're going to get into that in yeah, the next segment. Absolutely. So, Thanks so don't, it. don't worry about that because <laughs> yeah. we could just keep going. Yeah. No, that's true. We could just keep talking about all the problems that we have. One more. Why? Before we get into that, though, one there's one other one that I wanted to talk about because this is another one that's always like kind of difficult to see is annual bluegrass in the lawn. Mm. Um, and if you if you're not sure what annual bluegrass is, it is an annual grass, meaning it lives its entire life cycle in one year. So it goes from seed to seed uh, in one calendar year. So it it, it grows up. Uh, typically, it germinates in the fall, sometimes a little bit right. early in the spring. But then as soon as it gets hot, that first 90 degree day, it's dying. Right. You know, and so if you've got a, a lawn uh, that has a lot of annual bluegrass and you just notice it, it dies all of a sudden really quickly. Uh, it, it could just be something like annual bluegrass. And usually what I've found over the years is that annual bluegrass seems to precede uh other another problem you know mm -hmm. there was some other issue and then the annual bluegrass takes in right and comes in and fills in those spots and the big tell you know if you're not sure because it's a, it takes a 
a, a really keen eye to know the difference looking at the blades. Yeah. But the key is that seed head that right. comes up. Usually you see it, what, in June? Yeah, I mean, uh, some people start to see it even now. Right. Uh, you know, if it's if it's a cooler, wet, wet uh, spring, right. you know, you can start to see annual bluegrass pretty early. And they're, they're little, they look like a little silvery seed head yeah. on top, and people can't figure out what's going on, but it is just that annual yeah. bluegrass. And it's a tough one because it goes to seed at such a short height. Right. It doesn't need to get tall to go to seed. Uh, when I was in school, we had a – a greenskeeper in uh, the Portland area where I grew. He was one of our instructors, and he said, if it wasn't for annual bluegrass, I wouldn't have any grass. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> it's something that's there, but we right. can deal with it. So, yeah, we just covered a whole bunch of things that can happen to your lawn, things that can cause brown spots or dead spots in the lawn. And in the next segment, stay tuned. We're going to start talking about how to fix those and how to recover and get your lawn looking back uh, to the great green that you want. We'll be right back here on the Zamzo's Garden Show with Joss Zamzo in just a moment. The Zamzo's Garden Show will be back right here on News Talk KBOI. Hi, this is Joss Zamzo, and at Zamzo's, we're ready for summer. So we're having to sail on some of the things you need to get started right now. First of all, it's time to plant. And Zamzo's has the planting soil you need by the bag. Choose from Zamzo's Compost Plus, Premium Potting Soil, Garden and Planting Mix, even Zamzo's Raised Bed Mix. And save almost $8 and up to $21 when you buy three bags of the same soil. And it's time to plant fruit trees. So Zamzo's is putting every fruit tree we have on sale at a whopping 40% off. And what's summer without a colorful hanging basket on the porch or patio? And right now, when you buy one Zamzo's Premium Hanging Basket, you get $5 off your purchase. Buy two baskets and get $15 off. And when you buy three Zamzo's Hanging Baskets, you get $30 off your purchase. So don't let the cool, wet weather stop you from enjoying the summer. Stop by your nearest Zamzo's and get started now with your planting. Nobody knows like Zamzo's. Broadcasting from the Empire Title Studios, we are our News Talk KBOI. All right, we are back for part three of the Zamzo's Garden Show. I am your host, Nolan Guthrie, and uh, today we are doing a pre-recorded episode, and uh, so we are not taking any phone calls today, but we do have Joss Zamzo in studio with us today, and uh, we're talking about, uh, well, we've been talking about things that go wrong in the lawn, right. <laughs> right. The many, and uh, many the things. list is extensive. <laughs> yeah, there no are a lot of things that can happen, uh, a lot of things that just, you know, if you, if you have a lawn, uh, chances are you're going to experience something like that. It's going to happen. It's just something that you do. Um, or that happens. And so what we want to talk about is kind of how, how we react to that, right? Because that's that, you know, that first step is always kind of the critical one. So Joss, I, I have a, I have the question for you. When you see something in your lawn or when you have, you know, you're talking to a customer, you know, a friend or something and they say, Hey, I got this spot that's showing up. What's your, what is your first step? What are you going to recommend or do first? Well, well, let's reiterate the very first thing that we open with the first step should never be just water more yeah. that that's just can't be the solution and the reason is not only does it waste water wastes money but whatever problem you have gets bigger yeah. if you wait yeah you're just adding time to the right. problem you know the, it's the, just, your yeah. bugs divide the fungus gets yeah. worse no, it's good. Uh, wh whatever it is water it is 90 percent of the time not going to be the solution so so what we what we just 
really uh, try to get people to do is to take a sample immediately. You notice that spot, and and with a sometimes people will use a, a box like a, a, yeah. a you know a tray of some Shoe kind. Box or yeah, Tupperware, even, something that's even kind just of bigger. a plastic yeah. grocery bag. Yeah, and if you take a, about a one foot square. Yeah of turf dig down you know down a couple of inches so you're taking the roots and soil right together and you cut a square out right where the good meets the bad so we want to take part of the bad spot and part of the grass that doesn't have any issue and you can cut it in a nice clean square with a shovel and bring it to the store yeah and it's important to get that that profile too right we don't want just whatever's at the top or right. just you know the dead blades right. you want you know that sample needs to be fairly substantial right you want to bring up and what's nice about bringing up more is it actually tr puts goes back into the spot easier it's right. going to recover once you've we've solved what's going on that that sample will go back into the spot like a nice big plug yeah and and it'll recover just fine and you yeah you won't most most cases if they do the, the they cut that sample well and they don't leave it in their truck all weekend right. they go, <laughs> you know but but if you go back when you're done at zamzos and put it back in it won't even turn brown around the edges it will literally seamlessly go in uh to the next part of the growing season without any damage at all but we know now what we're working with which means we can fix that spot yeah. fast uh so that yeah and that's and i think that's really key because i mean when i think about it and i go back and uh you know think about doing lawn calls um and i don't do as many as i used to but i i do like doing lawn calls um i have two tools that i take with me they're very technical uh right. sophisticated tools one of them is a screwdriver and the other is a shovel <laughs> right right <laughs> because that is i mean those are the only two things i take the screwdriver and that's my first tool and when i see that spot the first thing i'm doing is jamming that screwdriver into that right. spot because it tells you so much just with that one little thing right if i can push that screwdriver in up to the handle um i know that there's water there right. that's number one if i can't do that now I go back, then I pull out the other tool, right. my shovel, and that's where I'm going to dig up a sample. And I want to I get that big spot so I can see the profile, I can see the soil, I can see uh, you know, the, the layer uh, between the grass and the soil, to see if there's a buildup of those roots or thatch material, right. whatever it is. You can see that, and that becomes very, very telling. Well, so the other piece of this that, that's uh, new in the last 10 years, really, that we've been able to say to people is take a picture of the yard, Yeah. take a picture of the spot Absolutely. with your phone, and then take the sample and bring it to yeah. us. Because, again, uh, as you mentioned in the opening segment, sometimes the context of right. where is this lawn uh, in relationship to other things can be helpful in the diagnosis. Absolutely, yeah. Having that, that step back idea that picture of it really can tell you a lot as well and there's a lot of things that can, you know just happen if you don't have you know if you're looking at it you know and, and you don't have that picture uh with it um you know it, it can be difficult to rule out because there's always some of those things like um you know i always think of like uh i had a customer once at chinden who had he just would get these lines perfect lines in his grass every year in the same spot and they would show up in the summer and they would move and they would move throughout the year. And I was, you know, just racking my brain trying to figure it out. Right. And I, I proposed to him that maybe one of your neighbor's windows is glaring 
and burning the lawn. And he (laughs) said, no way. There's no way that's true. Two years later, I ran into him at the Chinin store, and I said, hey, did you ever figure it out? And he said, yeah, I did. I put a tent there, and the tent got a big burn hole in it <laughs> from oh the windows, my... the neighbor's window, oh right? I mean, how would you ever think of, you know, how, how you can't, you know, those are things like you just can't One-off. fathom that something like that would happen. So that, that context really makes a huge difference. Um, I mean, obviously, that's pretty rare. Um, I think that's the only time I've seen that happen. Um, but, you know, there's other things, you know, having a pool there for a while or, you know, some piece of cardboard that got left around or, you know, there's lots of different and, things that can happen. And you, it just just taking a step back. I remember at one point we got a call from from the people that that helped uh, J.R.'s mansion mm. uh, down down uh in the downtown Boise and, yeah. and you know you had that big grassy hill yeah and right on the side of the hill about a 50 foot mysterious Z <laughs> showed up in the side of his lawn and uh, and and what ended up happening believe it or not was a rogue Zamzo's living lawn uh, employee had sprayed a Z on did that really happen it really happened oh my gosh and we that's had crazy. to go and fix it it was I a, never heard that yeah, story that's yeah he, wild. he didn't work for us for very long but but, uh, but he, 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 he you know it was just a little overzealous and yeah he sprayed a Z on that's, JR's hill that's hilarious I've never heard that story that's so funny Okay, um, so yeah, so the first your first reaction needs to be that that investigation. You know, get in there, take that sample, uh, and bring it into the store because you know, like I said, you're gonna you, you you'll dig it up and you'll you'll know really quickly whether or not it's water, mm-hmm. right? I mean, it's eliminated almost instantly once you start digging. Now that doesn't mean that there isn't something else going on, so it's still worth doing the sample, bringing it in. Because there could be some additional things going and, on. And if you're a really proud homeowner, you know, you're really proud of your lawn, bring the sample in and tell them you're bringing it in for a neighbor. <laughs> you're asking for a friend. Yeah, yeah, I'm taking care of their It's an their elderly place. neighbor, <laughs> and they had this spot in their lawn, and I needed help. Yeah, exactly. You know, so you save face that way. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So uh, so that's kind of that's the first step having taking that sample, making sure it's substantial. It's about one foot by one foot square. You've got the soil there. You've got that profile and and having that picture, some sort of context really helps uh, start to, fit, you know, deduce what's going on, because right. there's a lot of different things that could be going on. And then we'll get into, you know, some of those other investigative parts. And we'll get into that here in the next next segment. But first things first. Get your sample going. Right. Get that spot out there. Don't immediately go to, oh, I'll just put more water on right. it. Right. If, if that's all you get from this, don't water a brown spot. Right, yeah. Start with that sample, and, 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 and you'll save time, and you're going to conserve some water, which is you know a huge deal. And save chemical. Absolutely. Absolutely. Saving chemical, because we want to make sure you're putting down some the right thing. Right. And, and sometimes it might not need a chemical. There could right. be some other things that we can do. So we'll get into those things here in just a moment in our last segment here in the Zamzo's Garden Show. Uh, we are with Joss Zamzo, and we will be right back after a moment. The Zamzo's Garden Show will be back right here on News Talk KBOI. Hi, this is Callie Zamzo, and if you're looking for a hanging basket that's truly unique and really complements your decor, come see us at Zamzo's. That's because at Zamzo's, we sell more than just your one flower fits all hanging baskets. We specialize in unique baskets with a huge variety of flowers all in one basket. 
and we have baskets with the perfect flowers for your exact location, be it full sun, full shade, and everything in between. Now when it comes to variety, no one has more hanging baskets or a bigger selection than Zamzo's. And what's more, while they last, all Zamzo's hanging baskets are on sale. And the more you buy, the more you save. Buy one Zamzo's hanging basket and get $5 off your purchase. Buy two and get $15 off. And buy three Zamzo's hanging baskets and get $30 off your purchase. So what are you waiting for? Spring is here and summer's right around the corner. So shop now and save big at your nearest Zamzo's. Nobody knows like Zamzo's. News talk doesn't have to be boring. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10. It's Casper and Chris on News Talk KBOI. All right, we are back for part four of the Zamzo's Garden Show. Uh, we are uh, finishing up this pre-recorded show. We are not taking calls today, but I do have uh, Joss Zamzo in studio. Joss, thank you so much. Uh, I, I, I really enjoyed uh, have enjoyed this talk um, because it's it's well it's one we haven't done on the show right. you know especially in a pre-recorded show like this but just talking about you know these things that happen in lawns and it's one of those things like uh, you know when you have a lawn you're going to experience something like this at some point in time uh, you know it's just it's going to happen so it's uh, it's good to just talk about those things and, and you know it's the things that you know like I said I've got a, a brand new dog and I'm experiencing something I haven't experienced for a long time right. uh, in, in having dog spots so these are great things to talk about and and just good like kind of I think uh, you know your dad uh, it's an it's an old saying but your dad told me once uh, you know the plumber's pipes always leak right you know right. and that's <laughs> you know uh, even though you know we work for Zamzos and we we spend tons of time and energy you know focused on these things and fixing these things um, you know we experiencing we experience issues all the time and uh, and that's good I've I've m you know missprayed a, a weed killer a few times myself so right. <laughs> you right. know those things happen um, but we can recover and it's really just about uh, you know, being honest, figuring out what's going on. And as we were talking about in the last episode, last segment, our first reaction, I think, for a long time has been put a little more water on. Right. And, and we want to get away from that. And I and I'm, I'm I'm on board with it because, you know, I, I think for a long time that's was kind of one of my first solutions, one of right. my first things to tell someone. Well, it get, feels like the logical thing. Yeah, right. It does. And, and, and so we want to try to kind of take a step back, get away from that, like just put more water on it and just start from the beginning, figure out what's wrong. You know, don't don't guess. And in and, and, and as we were kind of getting ready for this last segment, you said you made a great point. The cost of misdiagnosis. Right. Can be uh, can be great in a lot of ways. Uh, in a lot of different ways, right? Uh, so, so let's talk about that a little bit. What are some of the things like? Um, so let's let's do this. What are, what do you when you get a sample in? What are some of the things that you start to notice or recognize or uh, kind of pick through a little bit? Well, the, the, it, if everybody has their own technique, but yeah. I have a tendency to take this sample. I sometimes stick my nose right down in it. Yeah. And, and try to smell. You can smell certain things, root rot, yeah. uh, uh, gasoline, you know, that type of stuff. And then you're flipping it usually upside down. You're shaking it around, and you're looking to see if any bugs are crittling, are, are crittling around in yeah. the box that you're using uh, to see if you've got a bill bug show up or if you've got uh, – uh, or uh, what I'm saying, bill bug larva or, or chinch bug, chinch bug or, yeah. or something like that running around in there. 
Um, and and we're also looking at individual blades to yeah. see if there's any telltale signs of, of fungus and some other things like that. But But the key thing is sometimes you have a disease issue and you might even bring us a sample and we diagnose that, you know, you have bluegrass billbug or, or something like that. Uh, and then and then next year you don't bring a sample in, making the assumption that it's the same thing right. as last year. Right. And and what we really want to encourage people not to do is that prophylactic if in doubt, uh, you know, I had billbug last year, so I'm just going to put down billbug control every year for yeah. the next 50 years. <laughs> yeah, for the rest of my life. Uh, we don't like that technique. Yeah. No, no, that I, you're absolutely right. I mean, I, I was trying to th- – it almost had like a – it's almost maybe a good line. It, when in doubt, just spread it out <laughs> right, right, <laughs> or right. spray it out. Right. You know, and that's – you know, it's it's not good. What if, if, if you don't have that issue, we don't want to just, you know – spray it out spray right. something down um and and so it's it's good to investigate because um you know as we talked about at the beginning uh you know annual bluegrass if you got a bill bug or a disease in the lawn and it stresses the lawn out and parts of it die and you have to you know spread new seed down or mm-hmm. put in a new piece of sod or whatever um if you don't do that sometimes that annual bluegrass comes fills it back in and that's what i would you know you, you look for if you had something that killed the lawn but it seemed to come back, chances are that annual bluegrass got in there and is taking over because yeah. it's very opportunistic and it spreads and it gets into a large area. So if that spot is the same one year after year after right. year, probably not a bill bug. Bill bugs don't stay put. You know, neither do diseases. They move around. They're going right. to be in a different spot every year. They might, you know, get into the same spot. Um, but it's important to take that step before you start to spray something or like we've been talking about, just put more water on it, uh, figuring out what it is, uh, because that's what I, I mean, now, you know, I've been doing this for a long time. Uh, you know, I'm at home and I see a spot. My first reaction anymore is not, oh, it's probably bill bugs. Right. I, I go in there and I try to figure out what's going on this time and make sure that I, I know for sure what it is. And and we put the right. I, I go get the right thing. And you know the timing, uh, the the avoiding that delay. Yeah. Of I I notice it on Thursday, but we're gonna go to McCall this weekend mm-hmm. and whatever. If you could bring us the sample Thursday evening, get home, grab the sample, bring it in. We could get you the right treatment. Yeah. You could put it down in ten minutes. Go to McCall, and when you get back on Sunday it's, night, it's gonna start being better yeah. as opposed to becoming a lot bigger problem right. if you wait until Tuesday or Wednesday to bring a sample Absolutely. in. So, so uh, it costs more money to treat it when it's a bigger area, and it can be more difficult. Well, right, yeah, and it's going to take even more time. You know, right. it's gonna it's gonna take you even longer to fix that area uh, than it would if you could get something down there right away. And and, and you know you that. the the thing a lot of people don't understand is is when you have these big patches that happen in July, mm-hmm. it can be catastrophic because yeah. it's really too hot for the new grass that you try to reseed to really take, and it can be a death sentence for that area of your lawn until next season. Yeah. So if you catch them early, the second you see them. We can get them reseeded, and those things can be repaired, and your lawn can be nice for the season. Yeah. As opposed to having a big dead spot that's right. in really slow recovery. Yeah. So, so you know, so once we've 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 done these things, we've done some of the stuff, we've figured out what are some of the steps that you like to take to 
help that recovery, not just the, the chemical, you know, the, the Band-Aid part of it or, you know, that, that tool um, that is when used properly is appropriate. Uh, what are some of the other steps that you start to go to uh, to, you know, just make sure we're fixing the, the, solu- the problem long term? More and more, we're going back to a water audit where you, you get the water audit kit, you put that in your lawn, and you make sure that the lawn is getting the right amount of grass, the right amount of water, I'm yeah. sorry. Not not too much water and not, not enough water. Right. We get the water fixed, we get the nutrients fixed. Those yeah. are two things that we can control. And, and because this is not the Midwest, you know, we've got this high desert, high pH soil uh, that, that is more difficult. If we can get the nutrients and the water squared away, right. a lot of the other stuff becomes a lot easier. Yeah. And, and so we, we do our rescue chemistry, chemistry. That's what we would call it, you know, a disease yep. control, a fungicide or, or something like yeah. that. And then we go back to the basics, which is get the water right, get the fertilizer program right, and, and you'll find that – in in years to come you just have a lot less of all those exactly things. yeah and that's one of those things you know i you think about a, a, a co-worker we had with the the company for a very long time uh you know he sent me a message uh i think it was last summer uh on facebook you know just show me yeah. this is you know um he, he'd been using the lawn program since it began right. right you know and your dad's probably the same way but he's been using it for years doesn't have weeds in right. his lawn doesn't have bugs you know because he's done so much stuff to the work to the soil and you know has that water dialed in and he's been there for a long time those things start to go away and when they do show up it's a lot easier to fix and help that lawn recovery to finish everybody always asks how how good does my lawn have to be to never have bugs or disease the answer is it just has to be a little bit better than your neighbor's yard. Because <laughs> you that's where those bugs will go. <laughs> there you go. Absolutely. Well, Josh, thank you very much. I appreciate your time today. It was a great talk, great conversation. Hope you uh, got something out of it. We will be back uh, next week here on the Zamzo's Garden Show on KBOI. Hi, this is Josh Samzo, and a lot of customers have been telling us that they have some stubborn weeds that just won't go away no matter what they do. At Zamzo's, we typically focus on natural solutions, but sometimes you need to bring out the big guns. Zamzo's Ultra. You see, Zamzo's Ultra contains four of the most effective weed killers ever created that each attack weeds in their own way. So if one won't get them, the others will. That makes Ultra one of the most powerful broadleaf weed killers that you can buy. Plus, Zamzo's Ultra works in hours, not days. You can reseed your lawn in just two weeks after application, and Zamzo's Ultra kills the weeds but won't harm your grass. So if you've got stubborn weeds in your lawn that won't go away no matter what you do, give them the ultimate solution. Zamzo's Ultra, available as an economical concentrate or a convenient ready-to-use spray. Because since 1933, when it comes to making even stubborn weeds go away, nobody knows like Zamzo's.